The information presented in this podcast is not intended for the treatment or prevention of disease or any medical condition, nor is a substitute for medical advice. The information contained here in this podcast reflects only the opinion of the author and presenter and is in no way considered required practice. Welcome to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connects your brain to your brawn. Hi, this is Eric Fiorello, and I want to welcome you to Motivation and Muscle, streaming radio 24-7. If you can believe it already, it's the 4th of June, 2018. Um, you know, I always tell everyone to stand up and take a deep breath and obviously say, I am a winner, I am a champion, I am unstoppable. Because as we've talked about this for the last three months, If that's what you're bringing into your subconscious mind day in and day out, among other things, the chances of not only your survival but your success are going to be so high. You're going to take yourself places where you never, ever thought you were going to go. And that's what I try. Well, I don't even use that word try. I hate that word. These are the things you need. If you really want the ingredients to succeed, keep listening because we're getting into things more and more. And it's me. Um, anybody who comes on here is definitely dabbling or doing the stuff I'm doing, if not more. This is how you further yourself and succeed in whatever it is you want to do. Also, too, go out to FiorellaBarbellCo.com, Winners and Champions, Inc., bulletproof programs that will change your life forever. And they're very reasonably priced, and you should really go out and take a peek at them and think about purchasing them. Because, as I said before, with all the stuff that I'm doing internally, building out to the external point of the world, just like that, just like the programs here, I do them, or still am doing, and will always be doing them. When you go out and deal with things and people that you don't know a lot about, but everything looks great and gloss and print, a lot of times you're going to get burned. And if you're listening to someone that's living the life, what better exchange could you get than doing that? So go out there and check that out. Also, our Prosperity Conscious page, um, that's donations. If you like what I'm doing here with and with some of the family of guests on here, donate to the company. We got a couple the other day which were nice, and we thanked them yesterday, but I'll thank them again. Deborah and Paul, thank you for your generosity. This is not a donation. It's an investment. And there's three levels of it. You're getting something free with each level. So go out and look at that because I'm telling you right now, the response I'm getting just from my solo shows is becoming deafening. And I've had this said to me for years. Why aren't you doing more of them? Well, I'm in the process of at least doing two a week. And normally it's going to concentrate on what I'm doing to change the way I am living. So you're living it right through with me, which is pretty interesting stuff. Also, too, go out to motivationmuscle.com slash category slash podcast. We got our pal Will Dinwiddie coming in here momentarily. Go out and just look at all the shows Will and I have done. I think Will was doing shows in the 200s with me. We're up to about 950 shows now. We're getting ready to celebrate four years at the end of September. So Will's done some major material with me. Go out and look at the shows he and I have done. He is truly a physical culture expert, and you can see 
all the things that he's done, and it's not all weightlifting related. But as he'll tell you and I tell you, the weights are the foundation of everything you do. They make you what you are. Believe me when I tell you that. Also, too, go out to MotivationMuscle.com. Um, sign up for a free newsletter. I know I'm lax on it, but when I do that, it'll go right out to my MailChimp account, and you'll get it delivered into your inbox. And you know here, you get massive amounts of content. Also, sign up. Be part of our advertising team here. Um, you can go right out, fill out the form. I will call you personally. We'll set something up. Let's work together for the next 30 years. And also, too, our YouTube channel, Fiorella Barbell Company, Real Men, Real Strength, Real, Real Power. And don't forget, too, the Electro Stim. Go out to my picture on the homepage of MotivationMuscle.com. I'm inclining some pretty massive dumbbells there. Click it and find out what this electro stim can do for you. Uh, Paul Becker is the inventor of that. It's the Earth Pulse Company, the best stuff on the market. And it's the only electro stim that literally plugs into your wall. And it's the only one that has AC and DC settings on it. It is absolutely incredible. Everybody talks about recovery. That stuff will give you recovery like you can't imagine. Now, before I bring Will in, as everyone knows, we lost Steve Steve Jack last weekend, and we lost another, a pioneer, and I believe he was in his 90s. We lost Art Montini this past weekend, too. John McKean wrote an article that was, what a tribute, and Art was his longtime training partner. And as everyone knows, John and I are working on some major dead start stuff in the power rack, which we'll probably release within the next year, and I'm going to speak to John today. So go out and check out that article, but we lost two major people that were quite a, uh, you talk about example, physical culture all the way, folks. That's what it was all about. Now, speaking of physical culture, Will's going to come in momentarily, but I want to tell you a little bit about this gentleman. Will's a trainer, a strong man, and he's the owner of Epic Fitness Solutions. He's a writer and arm wrestler. And, um, you know, one thing about Will, obviously, on the last few shows we talked about him, you know, getting into these 5Ks and all these other things. And if you saw a picture of him the other day, I mean, the guy is huge and 220 ripped. He's incredible. So, with no further ado, Will, welcome back, brother. It's always an honor to have you on Eminem. Thanks, Eric. It's, it's good to be back, man. Anything I missed? Websites, anything that's going on? Lay it out. Yeah, well, you know, I did retire from competing in strongman and powerlifting. Um, uh, I got more into running, so I've been doing marathons and ultra marathons lately. But as you can see... And some of the pictures I post on Facebook, I, 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 I like, like you said earlier, I haven't stopped lifting. That is my foundation because um, I do like being strong everywhere. Yeah. Hey, you know, <laughs> but, w- w- hey, Will, yeah. you, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I mean, not to interrupt you. Go That's ahead. That's all right. You go ahead. Well, you know what it is, too? I mean, I know many people said, ah, I don't want to really lift anymore. If you're re- truly dedicated and a student of it the way we are, you can't give it up. You can go and do a million other things, but you and I both know when you walk in that gym, there's there's a sweet note in the air that just says to you, "Come lift me, man. Come lift me." Yeah. And and I think without it, 
you and I wouldn't even be anything like what we want to be or do and whatever's in the future for us both. If you don't have that foundation, you're as good as cooked, and that's the way it is. And that's what we're going to talk about. It's kind of a conceptual thing. We're going to talk about what drives you and the willing giant in you too, and they're kind of similar in a lot of ways. But, Will, what, what is it you think has been your drive since day one, and as you've gotten older and more mature with your training, what is driving you today, today's date, the 4th of June, 2018? So take it away. Yeah, okay. Well, that's, uh, you know, uh, the motivation has changed throughout the years. In the beginning, I just wanted to, uh, I just wanted to be strong enough to where people couldn't bully me anymore. And then, um, and then as I, as I was, as I was achieving that goal, it started to change into numbers. I was like, I want to lift a certain number. And then, um, then I went into the military and, and, uh, and as I was in the military, it was the same thing. I was just chasing after numbers, you know, trying to get, I, cause I, I remember looking at the magazines and thinking if I could lift as much as the people on the, on these magazines, I should look like them. Yeah. And, uh, and I remember, you know, lifting and then eventually I was lifting more than the people that I saw in the magazines, like the bodybuilders and stuff. And I'm like, well, how come I don't look like them? You know, like I'm stronger <laughs> than these guys. Yep. You know, I, I, of course I didn't, I didn't know anything about, uh, some of the things that these guys were doing to look like that until way later. But, uh, but then I, um, when I got out of the military, I just wanted to be an athlete and I wanted to, I wanted to be, uh, a champion. And so, the motivation to train was to become a champion. And then eventually as, as that started to happen, my, you know, the numbers were always there. I was always chasing numbers. And then, and then I was also chasing, trying to win tournaments. And then, uh, as I got older working into my age now, um, I wanted to have like a legacy for myself. I wanted to be able to say that I did something that no one else did or that very few have ever tried and did. And so doing all the different strength sports, and not just doing them, but winning at them and multiple times. So that way, that way no one could say, well, I just got lucky. You know, I came back and won in all these different sports and different weight categories multiple times. So Highland Games, Moss Wrestling. I became a professional arm wrestler only a year and a half after I started arm wrestling when I won the world championships or the amateur world championships in 2015. And then, uh, you know, being a strongman, I won, I won in every weight class in strongman from 200 to heavyweight. And then, um, and I wanted to leave as a winner in all these sports. Uh, before I retired, I wanted to make sure that I won my last tournament. So bodybuilding, everything, you know, I won as a yeah. heavyweight bodybuilder, won as a, as a strongman, as, as a middleweight strongman, which was the class that I had, that I was for a long, a long time, you know, um, the goal was for me, you know, in powerlifting was to break my old total and retire, you know, as an elite powerlifter um, with a new total, you know. And so uh, I was able to total eventually 1804 at 242 as a submaster before I retired, and that was in December of last year. And then, mm-hmm. and then I and then I retired from bodybuilding a few years ago, and then I retired from uh, strongman just March of this year after I won the state championship after I dominated. I wanted to have a really dominating performance before I retired in strongman. That's, you know, it was just something that I needed to, to do. But my motivations now, honestly, are, are new things. They're not, for physical fitness, it's just to stay strong. Um, but, you know, I'm doing, I, you know, the person that, that I met and, and that I've been with, I wanted to support her and her goals, and she's right. into running. And so 
Um, my motivation has changed to supporting her. And basically, I just I wanted to support other people and their goals. So I once I before I could really do that at my highest level, I had to I had to I, there was unfinished business that I had with my own personal goals of, of competing and leaving as a winner. So I really couldn't give anybody my best until I knew that I had retired the way I wanted to retire, which was winning. And so once I accomplished that, then my, my whole mindset switched to it's no longer about me anymore. It's about everybody else. And right. so right. Um, my goals now are to help, you know, to support other people in their goals and then to work my business, you know. Yeah. And that, work, and, and that works hand in hand. And so you don't see me as much on social media anymore because I've – I've done all the things that I want to do. And so now I'm just working on helping other people do the same thing. Absolutely. Um, but you know something? I'm looking from the outside on you here. And I understand everything you've done. You've, you've got a, an accomplishment record very few will ever go near. But I, mm-hmm. I see something. Di- what, what is it? I, I know you just gave me everything you wanted to do and everything. But what I'm looking for here, if you can even pinpoint it, because I don't know if there's a word for it, what, what is it really, man, What the drive, all right? Now, we talked about all the stuff you've accomplished, which is amazing, but there's something else in you. What, can you pinpoint it? We're using the word my, drive. My original, my original drive was basically I, I needed to prove things to myself. Okay, I needed okay. To know, I needed to know that I, that I was uh, special that I was elite, that I was a, a champion, you know, like yeah. so for me. Um, and it was also, you know, like, um, you know, because I grew up, I grew up poor and I grew up being bullied and stuff. And I just, I knew I was better than that. Yeah. You yep. know, and, yep. um, and, but, I, but I had to prove it through, through all the things that I had done, you know, like I had to, I had to prove to myself that I was worthy, you know, yeah. that I was yep. worth something, you yep. know, like, yep. and so, uh, uh, oh, the drive. It, there's, it's, it's not just one thing. It's, it, it's a, it's a comp, accumulation uh, of many different things. You know, and as I said, the motivation changed throughout the years. Yeah. Uh, you know, and so you know, but the, but the drive was that I knew I could do it. You know, like yep. I was like, I know I'm, I know I'm special. I know I can be a champion athlete. And regardless, I mean, even my own parents didn't believe in me. Right. And I, and I, and. And I knew I just was like, I want to prove all these people wrong that that they made a mistake. You know, like it doesn't matter that I started out as small as I did. You know, like it doesn't matter if you start out small or if you start out fat or skinny, whatever. It, it's all about it's all on you. So if you believe that you can accomplish something, then it's up to you to to work on it and keep working on it until you've made that goal happen. Well, yeah. And so, like again, you know, we've done shows before, and I talked about. It took me five years to win my first strongman tournament from the time I started strongman until the time I finally won my first one. Yep. So five years of losing, um, you know, that's a hard thing for somebody to try to work through. Yeah. Because all those years I was losing, all I thought about was that I know I can beat these guys. I know I'm better than – it's like I know I'm better than this, you know. And so, yeah, yep. But, but, but I knew that they had an advantage. A lot of these guys were training this, the sport. They training the implements, and I didn't have that. Yep. So I was just gym training. Uh, but I eventually, eventually, my gym training did uh, did overcome, 
and I was able to win my first tournament without any strongman, specific strongman training, but it did take a lot longer. Yeah. And once I got strongman equipment, basically that's when I became, that's when I became undefeated. Um, once I got the actual strongman equipment, I started collecting it and buying it. That's when I got really good. And, yep. and that's not a coincidence. No. So it is important no. to have the right tools to, to become your best, you know? Yeah. Well, and you know something, um, like I always say, and you, you didn't, you said the word in, in one way. I talked about this yesterday on a show I did solo. It was called Victory Face. And mm-hmm. it, the, the whole encompassing thing of that pod yesterday was belief. And obviously you had an unshakable belief where most people would have cashed it in years before. And that is a quality that is very rare in today's world. And this is why I stress this. Your daughter is very fortunate to have you as a father and a mentor because, as I do with my nieces and nephews, this is the stuff they need to be taught. I mean, school is just teaching them. But, man, when you go out and live this, when you're around people that are electric like this, this is where the quality begins and flourishes and goes for the rest of your life. And this is stuff that I believe people have missed for a long, long time. Now, you love running, obviously. My niece, Natalie, who just turned 16, is an incredible runner, Will. I mean, I wish you lived closer. Um, she ran in one of the biggest things here in Albany again on Saturday, the Fryhofer's Run for Women. Over 4,000 women. She came in 36 out of over 4,000, man. 36. Mm-hmm. She was the, I think she was the second youngest there um, to compete. And the ones that all beat her, times blow her, all seasons at, seasoned athletes. Now, that is a belief system that to be able to go out and do that. Now, last year, I believe she came in 60th. So she's already improved in a year. Um, this is the kind of quality I'm talking about. What drives you? I talk about me. Well, you know what drives me? It'll always drive me. My brother Jimmy and the Incredible Hulk. I was just watching the Hulk, the Bill Bixby one, before I came up to do the podcast with you. Why? I just loved the show. I mean, it was well written, and I and Lou Ferrigno was a beast, man. Whether you like bodybuilding or not, but you look at back in the day, Ferrigno was doing more than bodybuilding. He was doing steel bending and odd object stuff too, um, and and he was just an incredible friggin' athlete. So, you know. When we talk about what drives you and the people and the things and the adversity that you have to face up to, you know, Steve Jack said, you must learn to shoulder responsibility. And if you can't do that, you will never thrive in anything you do. And your belief system has to be impenetrable by everything. You cannot let anything go through that. And even if it does, once you start building that inner will up, Things that bothered you are no longer going to bother you. People that got under your skin are no longer going to be able to do that. What I'm saying, folks, is when you become that piece of iron, that piece of steel, that piece of granite we talk about, you know, we are all examples of that. Because as you become better and better, because this is a craft, this is repetition, this is thinking, this is putting things in action, motion. As you become better and better, as Will will tell you as an entrepreneur, I do too. I'm giving you what I'm living right now. Most people, if you go out and pay attention, do research, 
the majority of people that are pushing out these programs, quote-unquote, to enhance and change your life, the sad thing is the majority of them have never even done what they're talking about. What they did is they got some money behind them and some slick people to build branding for them. Here, like with Will, you're listening to two people here that are living what they're talking about. And to me, that is authenticity, it's honesty, and it's the stuff you should be listening to. Will was talking about all his experiences, myself too. Kids need this more than ever. They need this more than ever. They don't need to be learning the latest iPhone, and I got the whole thing about technology, and they don't need to learn or listen to somebody with every other word out of their mouth is four letters. That's not going to build you, folks. You're going to be a mediocre person that's going to hate their life, that's going to hate their job and blame everybody for their situation. You know what it is? I'll tell you flat out. You're the situation, and you're the one and the only one that'll ever make the decision to improve it. Take it away, brother. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you're talking about that. Uh, you want to make people encourage people, you know, like for a lot of years, you know, like I um, <clears throat> I didn't feel like, uh, like I felt like I didn't feel good enough, you know, like I, yeah. I could have been, like I could have been doing this like business a long time ago but i didn't have the belief system in myself because i i didn't have the confidence you know like um i didn't have enough people encouraging me saying that i was good enough and it took a long time for me to build that within myself and and part of winning the championships and and all that was building my self-confidence up that i could do other things you know yeah and so um you know uh that's part of you know that's part of um was my motivate or that's part of what, how I was able to evolve and become more, you know, um, when I started my business, I was just a strong man and I had just done some bodybuilding. Um, but when I got into this business, I, I realized, you know what, I could be more, I could be a, I could be a better champion. And then I could also, and that will also help me grow my business because then I, I have all these other great strength training tools and stuff that we can use to have fun with. So, we can make strength training fun so it's not just boring old lifting weights because that gets boring after a while. Doing the same – lifting weights is, is a boring thing to do sometimes, you know. Like, mm-hmm. So how do you make fun? You want to have a lot of variety. Well, you, you want to do other things. Instead of deadlifting a bar, how about deadlift a car, you know? Yeah, yep. <laughs> um, you know, and, you know, instead of just doing curls and stuff for your arms, how about get on the arm wrestling table and just do some pulling, arm wrestling, pulling against another person's hand and, and arm and – and having that kind of like that kind of one-on-one strength, you know, the the, the competition style of of, uh, of working out. Because I mean, arm wrestling is a, is a fun way to train your arms. Yep. You know, I mean, that's part of the reason why I did it was because it would be a new way to train my arms. Because doing arm curls and stuff over and over again, that's boring. You know, um, it gets boring. You know, I mean, it's, it's cool to be buff and covered in muscle, but to get there it takes a lot of like boring repetitive work and so and, and to keep it is the same thing so it's like how do i keep staying at my best um and putting in the, the proper amount of motivation to stay there because because your muscles are like high level math basically sure you get to a certain you get to a certain level and the only way to keep it is you got to keep pushing pushing those the, pushing the limit you know you can't like it's hard to maintain a a, a, a body at, at its best without pushing it to be its best. So how do you do that? You gotta like 
you got to have a way to stay motivated to train hard because training hard is how you stay strong, you know? And yeah. so, I mean, you don't have to, and when I say training hard, I don't mean competitive training, you know, like, um, because I mean, I'm not 235 or 245 like I was when I was competing. I'm 220 now, but I'm in better shape overall. And I'm, and I'm practically just as strong, you know, I'm yeah. really not that much weaker. Yep. You know, it just depends on the, it just depends on how recovered I am and, and, and how hard I'm willing to push myself on, on any day, given day. But I mean, Practically, I'm practically, and I can pull it out of myself if I need to, my top level strength, but, um, staying strong, you know, is just, just training regularly, you know, like, yeah, just yeah. training, really, training with balance, um, pushing your body, getting outside of your comfort zone, you know, doing new things, stretching, um, I'm constantly working on new ways to, to train my body, uh, you know, because the thing about training is, is that it's unlimited. Yeah, yeah. You know? Even, yeah. even when you even when you develop your body completely at its, at its absolute maximum potential for muscle, there's still other things that you can be working on, like your uh, like your endurance, your your heart health, you know, and then other things, you know, like having fun, learning yeah. how to have yeah. fun. Yeah. Because um, because to get to this level, there is going to be a certain sacrifice. I I've been working out for 22 years straight with with no breaks year round, and now I'm to the point where I'm like, I don't want to do it like that anymore. You know, I did it. I had my time in the trenches. I, I put my time in. I, I was dedicated and disciplined, uh, to, to what I was doing for a long time. And now I want to have fun. Now, I'm not just stopping lifting. I can't do that. Just because I retired a couple of months ago doesn't mean I stopped lifting. I still lift, but I'm lifting in a different way now. I'm lifting to, to, um, what's that word? To complement my new goals. My sure, new goals sure. are to be, my new goals are to be strong and healthy. Um, they're not to be a champion athlete anymore, so that's a different style of training. So my my main goals now is I lift I lift for ten reps or more now. Okay. So whatever I can do for ten reps. So before I used to do six or less reps. So now I do ten ten to fifteen rep sets. But I'm thinking I'm I'm like what's the heaviest weight I can push for ten to fifteen reps? So those are the, that's how I stay that's how I stay pushing myself hard and uh, and at a high level because I'm like. I'm not pushing my body under the under the massive pressures of six or less. Mm-hmm. Now it's more like ten to fifteen, so it's not nearly as much weight. But it's still, I'm still always pushing myself to be like, well, I'm not satisfied with just. Uh, I don't want to do a, a, a set of ten that I could do for five or six sets. I want to do a, a set of ten that I could do for two to three sets, and I wouldn't be able to get ten anymore. Right. You know, right? It, well, I would, I'll, 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 or said it would be eight or whatever, because I want to still push my body hard. Um, but I want to push my body in a way that I'm not going to break myself, you know? No, I totally understand. And not only that, obviously you're able to maintain your strength at what you're doing, which is a big thing right there because a lot of people go the opposite way when they start, you know, implementing different ways to train. But, you know, the nice thing, too, is if you do want to turn that back on and say you want to suddenly you got the competition bug for one more thing, you can do that easily. And see, that's what I don't think people really understand. I mean, you begin to master your mind, your body, your energy, your spirit. And it's quite, not only not only is it quite an honor to be able to do that, but to be able to do that and enjoy it and win. Or now I don't want to do it the way I did it before and I'm, I'm leaning down a little bit, but yet... 
I've, I'm almost matching my strength when I was at my zenith. These are things people really need to learn, and and that's why I like you. You know, we're talking here where you and I are teaching like crazy, and you're not mm-hmm. gonna get you're not gonna get this with a lot of people, man. I I know a lot of people that are personal trainers. I wouldn't send my dog to them. All right, mm-hmm. but they've got this name and this reputation from whatever it is. That doesn't that does not make you a good trainer. All right, I've seen people that are good lifters, not you know, and they could care less about competing. They're the guys that are walking around the neighborhood that are strong, man. You know, they got a pair of pipes on them that are just you know. You look, you're like, whoa. Uh, what I'm saying is this. A lot of these guys are some of the best trainers in the world. And why? Because they know how to put two and two together. They know how to take you mentally and internally and start formulating you that way. Because I was talking to a a friend, well, a guy that really wants to get into some stone lifting. And I said to him, I said, well, what is it you would like to do? Well, I want to lift some stones and get stronger. I said, good. You know what you need to do? I said, get a piece of paper, write everything down, or email it to me because I want to see what you're really thinking about. Well, couldn't we just start? I said, no, I don't do that with anybody anymore because I do everything now on paper too. If If there's a goal I got, the goal is written out with very decisive points to the goal. Can they change down the road? Yeah, they they all do. But if you're not going to go out there strategically and start spelling it out right away, even if you got a trainer, you're kind of missing the point. And, I mean, this is some of the new things that I've implemented in my life that are working to a very high degree now, and they're going to get better and better. And what I try to tell people is this. Once you get one thing going... You start thinking about something else. It could be totally differently related. Maybe uh, you want, uh, I don't know, a brand new truck. Now you write that down, what it is, the year, the color, everything. Right down to where you can smell the new interior in the vehicle. As you start doing these things, magic starts to happen in your life. So I believe the power of the pen, I'm not going to say the keyboard, I think writing is the way to do it because then you make that visualization connection and you got an opportunity. I'll tell you something quick, Will, and I'll give it back to you. Mm-hmm. Last weekend, you know, after we lost Steve Jack, and Steve, if for anyone that doesn't know, after I saw that video when he went to Iceland, I think it was in 94, that bit the bug and made me start lifting stones. Not many people have that type of... Um, impression on me that that i don't i don't buy into a lot of things real quick but i was like holy god and i had read steve's stuff in milo for years and you know he was he was a very accomplished athlete so you know last weekend i've been training stones all along obviously i want to go away i'm not going to get into any of that right now but i i saw something in me that i haven't seen in a long time when we lost him I, I got kind of this mad rush through my mind to start walking him now and, and start walking him and move quick now, get going, really get going. And um, 
even in death, he's still impressing the hell out of me. And now I've started this stuff. And I'll tell you, I was coming down the driveway. I only went about 45 feet with 300. And I made the master mistake, which I should not be making, is I've got a lot of the smaller stones in the pathways of the driveway. And I didn't move one back far enough. Well, you know how big those stones are. They're not really easy to see over. So you, you want to have a nice, clean path. Well, I stubbed my toe under one of them. And we all know what happens when you start going forward and you've got a stone that heavy in your arms. And right by that is I have my sandbags stacked. And, I mean, it's probably four feet high. And it's all covered so the rain can't hurt them. My right thigh slammed into that, and there goes a stone now. Well, I couldn't get rid of it fast enough, and the stone came down on my left leg and probably peeled a six-inch um, tear through my sweats, whacked my knee and went over, and I knew right away, man, I did something to my thigh because my thigh was on fire, it felt like. So after looking at everything, um, I didn't hurt the kneecap, at least I didn't think I did, but I put a I put a set of roadkill on the uh, thigh that probably was at least um, four by four by four, and it's just healed yesterday. It looked like somebody literally took and banged all over my thigh and just put bruise blotches everywhere. Now the reason why I'm saying this is this: we know what drives you, we know what you want to do, and things happen that really create a big impression on you, especially with losing Steve. But you know what? In my exuberance, I didn't use my head. I did not check my pathway totally. I thought it looked all right. But we all know you can get off kilter with a stone. And I got off kilter, obviously, and all I did was stub my toe against that stone, and I'm very lucky I didn't get permanently hurt, okay? So when you drive and drive hard, remember this. Exercise caution. Check where you're going. Check the path you're walking on because you know what? It's not worth something that could be permanent or lay you up for a long time. So drive is great, but analyze and look at every situation before you execute. Go ahead and take it, brother. Yeah, man, that's uh, that's true. You know, uh, you got to be smart about how you uh, how you lift and how you uh, go for your goals. You know, you can't be reckless. You know, um, uh, but that you know that comes with time and experience. You yeah. learn. Yep. You learn through failure uh, how not to fail again. So I mean, that's just part of the process of of becoming your best. Is um, there will be there will be times of failure. There will be times that you fall short. Uh, you know, and that and that hurts too. Um, but. Uh, but if you want something bad enough, you're not you're just not going to give up on it, you know. There were Never. many times that I wanted to quit throughout my career. There were many times that I wanted to give up and not do it anymore and and I thought to myself I can't do it, you know, like these guys are just better than me. I I used to blame steroids and stuff on it too and I I just that was just the easy way out, you know. Um but I I would think all those things and and um and then I would sit there for an hour or two, and then the, the other side of my brain would kick in and be like, no, that's not true. None of that is true. You just haven't put your time in. Yet, yet you, you still have room to grow. And I always knew within myself that I had more in me. Yeah. You know, I just hadn't reached my peak yet, you know. And so 
But I can tell you, man, it took me till I was 37 to reach my peak. That's okay. You know, I, started, yep. I started lifting when I was 15, you know. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you right now that, uh, you know, like um, from 35 to 37, or those were my – those are my strongest years of my life so far. From yep. 35 to 37 have been my strongest years. And so it took me 20 years to hit my peak. So, I mean, for anybody listening to this, you know, like, you you know, like your peak is not in your 20s like a lot of people think no, it is. No, no, no. No, it's, it's, it's older than that. You know, you can keep getting better into your mid-30s. And depending on what year you started, depending on how, how old you are when you start, you can keep getting better – if you started in your 30s, you're going to get, keep getting better into your 50s. You know, you started in your 40s, you know, probably 50s, you know, I would say 50s. I don't know if how if you could keep getting stronger into your 60s once you've once you've went beyond middle age, you know. I don't know. Um, Who knows? But uh, but my but my point is is that uh um you know, it's not you're not limited to your 20s, you know, like your 20s what the tw- what what your 20s provide you that you that you can't replicate into your 30s and 40s and so on is um is your recovery time exactly your yeah. abil- yeah. your ability to recover from from hardcore workouts is the best when you're in your teens and your 20s yep that's the one thing that I do re- remember when I look back I'm like that's the only advantage that 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 age range ha- had for has for anybody is your ability to recover from hard workouts but it doesn't mean that you're not going to get stronger getting stronger is all like in your mind you know it's a state of mind you know like um if you believe that you can get stronger then you will find a way to do it and you'll prove it that way yeah Um, i I totally agree and you know what you and i being entrepreneurs and i always say and i mean it that i'm creating in the process of two multi-million dollar companies here's a stat for people that don't know or might be interested more millionaires are created in their 60s than any other age Okay, if that's what you're going after and you want to become wealthy, that's what it is. Now, that doesn't mean in your 20s you can't be because there's many that are. But this is what I want to tell everyone. You know, a lot of people got a real hang-up about money, but, uh, you know, I can't speak for Will, but I'll speak for Eric here. The more money I make, the more things we can do here, the more solutions we offer, the more places we're going to go and speak to people. I've got people yeah, on this sh- tool. Yeah, it's, it's a, a tool. Like, like yeah, you think about you got to think about money like you think about your weightlifting equipment. If you if you invest into your weightlifting equipment, yep, it's just it's just because it's a tool to get you stronger. Yep. Well, money is the same thing. Money is just a tool to provide you to provide you abilities that you can't have without it. It's just a tool. Right. It's, it's an not, energy. It's an energy. Can, look, this is you want to if you want to be. I feel like I feel like like it's like this. You gotta learn to be humble. You gotta learn to live with less. Yeah. If you wanna, if you wanna have money, cause yep. you know, I'm saving money on stuff and I have money that I didn't have before. Yep. But you know what the reality is, is, is that most people look at money in a, in a, in a weird, like greed, like, yep. uh, yep. superficial type of way. And that's why they don't have much money. And that's why most people are in debt. Because they're like, well, I gotta have a nice car and I gotta have a nice couch and I gotta have a nice bed and nice clothes. And I'm like, you don't need all that stuff. You know, that stuff, nope. that stuff's nope. garbage. Nope. You know what really matters in life? The, the character traits that you build within yourself. You know, like yeah, yeah. your character is what you really need. You, you know, like you need people to know that you are who you say you are. That you're a reliable person. That you, you know that, that you can make it through even when you're dirt poor. You can make it make it through hard times with a good attitude. Yep. You know that stuff. That those are things that money can't buy. You know, like 
Uh, and that's the things that create the money, you know, like yep. because it's like, because you need discipline in order to create large amounts of money because you have to know how to save and you have to know how to invest. And those things don't come with spending money. They come with saving money. They come totally. with being smart with money, you know, so it's like um, I feel like, uh, you know, part of this journey that I've been on with the with the lifting and stuff was all part of that was all necessary. You yeah, know? absolutely. Yeah. It's all, it was all necessary to teach me the things that I would need to know to become business successful, which which I'm becoming now, you know? It's like, yep. so like, uh, you know, it's not about, it's not about the money. That's just a goal. That's just, that's nothing, you know? It's, all that is is a number goal. Um, what What's most important in life is your goals and what are you doing with yourself, you know? Yep. Like, do you have something worthwhile that you're putting your effort and energy into that that's providing you some value, you know? I'm not talking about mon- monetary value. I'm talking about like internal value. Do you feel good about yourself or do you do you feel satisfied with what you're doing in your life? Are you making a difference? Are you helping people out or is it just all about you? Exactly. You're just trying to do it because you want to have a nice car and all that stuff. Those are fine goals, but you're not going to get very far with an attitude like that. If you really want to make it because in order to make money, you have to get you have to get people on board with what you're doing. Yep. You yep. either have to create a product that people want or need or you have to create a service that people want or need. Yep. You know, and, and it comes down to people. The only way you're going to make a lar- large amount of money is if you is if you do something that that affects change in a lot of people. I agree. Because people are, people are what people are what give you that or, or create that. You don't get money in a thin air. You get money from people buying things from you. Yep. Or, or purchasing things from you, purchasing a service or a product. Yep. And so you got to have like if you want to make money. You got, you got to, or, you know, investing and stuff, I guess investing or, you know, but that's a, that's like gambling, you know, like investing is, is always kind of a risk, you know, um, uh, depending on what you're investing in. I guess if you're investing into real estate or whatever, but you still have to have money to invest in real estate. So where are you getting that money from? Exactly. Money comes, money comes from building relationships with people, you know, so it's like you want to build good relationships with people. So you have to build, you have to become a type of person that you would, that you would want to, to deal with. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So character is what is what really matters. You're building character within yourself. Yep. Um, and character is built over time through experience. Well, you I'll tell you. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. But I'll tell you this, and I'm going to finish up with this, this, and I'll leave it to you after this. I'll tell you what. As I said, money is a form of energy. When you think correctly, that energy will come in. And anybody that reads Successful People... They'll tell you the same thing. They could have had a penny a week before, and suddenly the floodgates are open, and they don't know where all this money's coming from. That's number one. And then Will talked about character, which is massive. But when I talked about victory face yesterday, no matter what you're going through, be a positive force. Don't tell people what's happening with you, even if it's the worst of the worst, whether it's professionally, what's going on in your relationship, don't show that weakling because I'll tell you right now, people will not listen to a weakling, all right? That's the second thing. And when you walk, I mean, you can basically have nothing, but when you have that victory face on, that's leadership, and those are the qualities of a winner, and those qualities will take you where you want to go. And I'll leave it at that. Um, Will, summarize everything. Give out your website. I'll give mine and hang on the line if you would, please, my friend. Yeah, okay. 
Um, yeah, you know, so uh, we we talked about you know what what motivates you, um, you know where where does the uh, where does the motivation come from? It, it comes from many different things. It's not it's never just one thing that um, this is what inspired me to to work as hard as I did. Where this is where the passion came from. It starts out as one thing and then it becomes more and more as time goes on. So you have to allow yourself to evolve and to become. And to become more, you know, because your motivations are going to change as time goes on. And then, uh, so you know, you know, don't, don't give up on uh, on whatever your dream is just because it isn't happening. Remember, it took me five years to win my first strongman tournament, and then it took me six years to become undefeated, and then that's what I've been at the last seven. So I mean, uh, if I'd have given up at any time during that five year period, I would never have achieved the things that I have now. You know, so don't give up just because it's hard. That's the time to dig in even more and believe in yourself the most. And then um, as far as uh, uh, my information goes, you can find me on Facebook, Will Dinwiddie. You can also find me on uh, my website at epicfitnesssolutions.com. I'm also on Facebook at Epic Fitness, and I'm also on Instagram as Epic Fitness Solutions. So, um, yeah, so that's it, man. All right, brother. Um. First off, go out to uh, FiorelloBarbellCo.com, Winners and Champions, Inc., also to our Prosperity Consciousness page there. Donate, invest. That's what we're talking about, investment. Also, too, go out to uh, MotivationMuscle.com slash category slash podcast. Go out, like I said, this show will either be up tonight or tomorrow with Will. Go out and look at all the shows he and I have done. There's some amazing material out there, let me tell you, full of gold. And I mean that, full of gold. Also, too, sign up for our free newsletter on MotivationMuscle.com. Go out, invest in our company, advertise with us. I'm telling you right now, we'll do 30 years of business. That'll blow your mind because we are going terrestrial. And I believe we're going to go radio station, too. And down the road, I want to have my own radio station. And I want to bring other people on board. Maybe we have a show that Will wants to do of his own, and he jumps on board with my radio show. Um, there's a lot of things in the wind right now. So think about all those things. Also, don't forget about our YouTube channel, Fiorello Barbell Company, Real Men, Real Strength, Real Power. Um, if someone seeks you out in the gym or the concrete jungle, never be afraid to give them five words of inspiration. That can change your life. Don't forget, if you want a particular show of Will and I, Fiorello Barbell at com. Go out to iTunes and Stitcher. Give us a five-star review. We thank you for that. Go out to AHA, which is a hot directory. You can get M&M in your car 24-7. As my mom said, we were kids. Never be afraid to say hello to someone. Or give them a smile for that day. That might be all they get. If you're going to lift it, bend it, break it, twist it, squat it, pull it, press it. If you're going to lift stones, turn them into dust. And as the great Hoosa Steel Stone Crusher says in blood red, domination. We dominate the path. We clear cut everything. We follow no one's dominate, obliterate, and dent everything in your path. No one will ever clip our balls. And as Russell Fur says, when I listen to your shows, I swear there's testosterone dripping out of my speakers. That will always be. Always, always be. You'll always find manliness here. But men that know how to act like men. Not bullies. None of that. Tough, but like Will said, we always offer solutions. Also, too. 
Frank Klein, my greatest business college professor. Repetition, repetition, repetition. My pop, be a leader, not a follower. John Ridge, keep smiling. Um, I'm trying to think. I think that's it with him. Also, too, be a steward of strength. Don't stand on the side of the road and watch the world go by. Tell a hundred or more of your friends we're coming because we won't kick your door in. We'll blow the roof off your house. Remember this. Be part of the family and join the revolution because we need you and you need us. And push these shows out. Send them to your friends. I'm telling you right now, it's just incredible material. Also, too, uh, Les Brown, you all have greatness in you. We take it two steps further, and we got your back. And I don't know many people in today's world that would ever say that. And I want to leave a few, two things before Will and I sign off. This is from Of Stones and Strength, and both gentlemen are no longer with us in a physical sense, Steve Jack and the great Peter Martin, and it's just this one line by Steve. The struggle itself toward the heights is enough to fill a man's heart. And rest in peace, Steve, and rest in peace, Art Montini, because um, I'm going to talk to John McKean. He and Art were longtime training partners and I know John, he wrote a beautiful tribute to him that's up on Fiorella Barbell Company, co.com. Go out and read it. I mean, you talk about heartfelt. It was beautiful. And both men rest in peace. And I can tell you right now, I'll never forget you. I mean, the influence you've made on my life is just unbelievable. Um, Will, what can I tell you? Always classic shows, just loaded with information. Thanks for being on, brother. Yeah, thanks for having me, Eric. It was a lot of fun, as usual. Anytime, Will. You're always welcome here. You're part of this family. So, for Will Dinwiddie, this is Eric Fiorello. As I said, this show will either be up tonight or tomorrow. But remember this. The world is asking for something from you. It's not the other way. Go out and do something big today and every day. Have a great week, everyone, and we will talk to you soon. And thanks for listening. Thanks so much for listening to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connected your brain to your brawn. We'll We'll see see you next time. time.